Guys, SaaS Open is our next big event in New York City, March 16th and 17th. We'll have a thousand SaaS leaders all sharing how they built their companies. Our keynotes are Henry Shuck, Marie Martins from Tally.SAO, Serby from Symbol, Christopher of DocHub, who had a big exit. Again, hundreds of speakers, a thousand plus attendees. And we've got folks bringing their entire executive teams because we have stages for founders, heads of product, head of finance and BD, CMOs and CROs, and then a people in HR stage. It's going to be special. Prices are increasing every week, so you don't want to wait. Go to sasopen.com right now to see what the ticket price is and lock in your spot today. Again, that's sasopen.com, March 16th and 17th in New York City. Tickets are almost sold out. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Guys, Incast.me has done something special. Marketplace model. They connect brands like PepsiCo to micro-influencers all around the world, including dogs, pets, people, you name it. They connect it. They did over $2 million of sort of ad volume last year, of which their take rate is anywhere between 10 and 25%. Their take rate revenue is about $400,000 last year. They have a team of 35 building, or sorry, 32 building the company. They served over the past 12 months over 110 brands like PepsiCo, who put at least a dollar of ad revenue sort of through them, looking to scale moving forward with a new platform called Rainmaker. Hey, folks, my guest today is Vera Kopp. She's a female founder and serial entrepreneur of influencer marketing businesses. She graduated with uh, from business management in California AMPM at Stanford at an incast.me and funcast.me, along with Rainmaker is what she's focused on today. She's got global clients, including TikTok, Shopee, Amazon, Visa, Ubisoft, and many more. And if she looks familiar, that's because she was on the show back in 2018 when she had just passed 20 customers and 30,000 bucks of MRR at the time. We're excited to have her back on. Vera, are you ready to take us to the top? Incredible. I'm ready. And uh, you're bringing <laughs> the numbers from back in 2018. It's just so great to see how much we I have know, accomplished. I was, was going to say, I can't wait to get caught up here. So for folks that missed that episode, you know, what was that? Four years ago at this point, who is Incast selling to? What are the customers paying you for? They're selling, they're buying strategic planning. We uh, set the entire strategy with Incast. Um, majority of our clients are from China, U.S., Europe. So Shopee, Amazon, TikTok, we create a business plan for them, how to work with creators. We identify the best creators for that particular brand, but identifying not only the creators, which is most important is the audience, right? Who are the creators that have the best audience that will communicate and have this strategy? And a lot of times brands come up with you know, um, um, different KPIs. So we have to be in tune with the KPIs for the brands, it's performance, brand awareness, um, conversion, clicks, daily active users. We are in tune into 
um, innovating a way of working with creators as well. And so Vera, if PepsiCo comes to you and says, Vera, we want to launch a campaign before the Super Bowl targeting uh, males in America between 20 and 30 years old, go find me the top TikTok influencers. And you say, well, how much do you want to spend on this? And they say, uh, you know, $500,000. What's your model? Are you taking a percent of the money they spend through you or is it a flat one-time fee? We take a percentage of the budget, uh, depending on the campaign. If we have more talent managers, it varies from 10 to 25%. Um, we have the ability to negotiate with creators. We work frequently with a pool of creators that are part of our network community. So it's more, it's cheaper for the brand to work with in cast and trying to figure it out on their own. And if we get $500,000 for Pepsi, we'll definitely uh, look for a good way to attain a cost per CPM base rate, um, talking to this uh, male audience and driving driving traffic to where we need to drive. It's for mm-hmm. a specific campaign or, you know, taking people to the stores to buy the product. That How is- many... How many brands are you working with, like PepsiCo's? How many brands have you processed at least a dollar of volume for over the past 30 days? Over the past 30 days, we have 12 clients in-house right now. But overall, historically, we have 160 um, clients we consistently plan and, and, and execute. Okay, so like twelve, like that are running campaigns like right now. But over the past 12 months, that number is closer to 130. A hundred and ten. Okay. Okay. And if you add up all of the dollars they spent through your platform, those 110 customers, about how much money would that be? About 1.4 million. So we, we, we took a company, right? 2018 from $30,000 in revenue to 1.4 in 2000 and, um, 2022. And your take rate, you said, is 10 to 25%. Assuming your highest take rate of 25% on the 1.4 million, that would be about $350,000 in, quote, take rate revenue for in-cast. Is that your only revenue stream or how else are you making money? We do have also Funcast, which is five digital experience. Uh, we went to five different malls. Um, stores are having a very challenging period right now to drive traffic right to the stores and to the malls so we help to engage the 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 audience to take them into the mall um instagramable experiences we did that for pepsico with uh, a chocolate powder called uh, toji and also with um, heineken um a, a drinking soda we had spaces packed with products. So people were interacting with the product. They were taking uh, photos and posting. And that drove traffic to the malls over 60, 65% over, you know, the 30 or 60 days that we stay with our installations into the mall. So we take creators, we do strategic planning, and also um, have the, the photos, the images going out on Instagram like explosion. That's awesome. Now you launched in 2017. How many folks are full-time at the company today? We have 32 people in our team um, from marketing, sales, operations, strategic planning. And now we're launching a new product, uh, which is a self-service community uh, for creators called Rainmaker. 
And with that, we're offering a solution to small businesses to be able to buy a campaign for $5.99 a month and get $100,000, 100,000 views. Mm. So for $5.99 a month, they're able to get 100,000 views with up to two creators, either on TikTok or Instagram. How do you convince a creator? I mean, you only have six bucks to incentivize the creator to drive 100,000 views. That's a lot. How do you get creators to say yes when you have an inventory request? We do have a lot of micro-influencers that want to grow and want to partner with brands. So a lot of the creators, most of the times, they're not interested only on the money side, but on the growth onto a brand that makes sense to them. It's the matchmaking algo that we developed with Rainmaker that allows us to put like brands into um, the neighborhood creator, right? Local people, uh, local language. And with that, we also have higher conversions for traffic and for purchases and services. So to sum all this up, if we look at total revenue in 2022 for the company, where were you guys at? It sounds like maybe half a million, a million, something like that. Uh, 2022, we did 1.4 with Incast. Funcast was another 500,000 with the. But most. that's the top line, right? That's yeah, the top so line GMV. Yeah. I'm talking about like your your take rate. Take rate, 400. 400. Okay, so you did about two million of volume across all your products, and you kept about 400k take rate for yourself. Yes. And how much? This is a cool story here. How much did you pay out to creators? We usually pay out to creators uh, 65, 75% uh, of the budget. Okay, got it. So if you're processing one, you know, $2 million a year, we could assume that about one, 1. 1.3, 1. 1.4 of that is getting paid out to creators. Exactly. Interesting. So if the creators get 60% and you're getting 10 to 20%, who gets the other 10 to 20% that's left? strategic planning and add-ons um, that we put it into the creative side. So you guys keep that or the creators keep that? Uh, we keep that. Uh, we okay. invest into the strategic planning and operations. So not all the clients will um, get the strategic planning and the creative. A lot of times they come with the, the creative briefing already ready. And that's when we operate with 10 or 20% cuts depending if it's micro-influencer or top creator, the higher the budget, the less of our, our fee because it's, it's, you know, it's hard to close uh, a deal. For example, uh, Tony Hawk, right? Mm -hmm. He charged 100000 150000 for a post. Uh, we, we, we take a cut of 10% because he has a management and he has another agency. So then it doesn't add up to the client so much. But mm -hmm. if you go with micro-influencers, we're working with 50 or 100 micro-influencers. We need more people to manage. Uh, we increase our margin to 30, 35%. I see. So are you like Patrick Starr, Tony Hawk, Jillian Michaels, Food God? Like, Are you working with their agents at CAA to process this stuff or are you working directly with them? We work with agencies, uh, with CAA, UTA, and their managers as well to close. The so they're job. they're taking a cut in between there too. Then, yes, yeah. But you would say your strategy really is to put those big names up as posters on your website, but they're not where most of your volume goes. You actually use to focus on the micro influencers if you can. Correct, and um, there are a few strategies we did, especially with um, with TikTok. We work in different verticals. 
that's where um, we're able to keep all the channels and all the verticals, especially for clients too. So, you know, talking about pads, we we worked with the top top 100 pads of the U.S. And there were micro-influencers back in the days. Now they grew. But we onboarded them into TikTok when TikTok was... What, what was TikTok at the time? Yeah, so It was very interesting to see them now with millions of followers. But at the time, they were just, you know, micro-influencers, pets that we were migrating from different social media, from Instagram and YouTube and taking them into a new platform. And it's fantastic to see the growth of our clients and also see how much we contributed um, to their growth, right? Bringing Vera, when we when we last spoke, you were bootstrapped. Are you still bootstrapped today or did you raise capital? Is still bootstrapped. Yes. Great. We love that. We love that. Very cool. Well, hey, we're out of time here. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book? Jesus, How to Make Big Plans. <laughs> Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, ben from um, Bain Entertainment, uh, Ricky Ray. Yep. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Incast? Right now, we're proprietary uh, Rainmaker. Rainmaker. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Six. Okay, that's good. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Ah, uh, God, you have to get to that question. Of course. <laughs> you know it's coming. Separated. Not divorced yet, but getting there. Getting Okay, close. You're almost there. Hang tight. Any kids or no? No kids. Okay, and, and can I ask how old you are? Ah, uh, No. Oh, just give me a range. Give me a range. What a secret. I am in the 4.0 era of confidence. Yes. <laughs> That's fair. I will say under, way under 40. All right. Last question, Vera. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. I wish I would have all the knowledge that I have today in my 20s and the confidence too. Guys, Incast.me has done something special. Marketplace model. They connect brands like PepsiCo to micro-influencers all around the world, including dogs, pets, people, you name it. They connect it. They did over $2 million of sort of ad volume last year, of which their take rate is anywhere between 10 and 25%. Their take rate revenue is about $400,000 last year. They have a team of 35 building, or sorry, 32 building the company. They served over the past 12 months over 110 brands like PepsiCo who put at least a dollar of ad revenue sort of through them, looking to scale moving forward with a new platform called Rainmaker. Vera, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you so much for having me, Nathan.